Hi, and welcome to the Mama's Den. Yeah, I'm Cody. Hey, I'm hey, Ashley. Cody. Hey, guys. Should, do we go around and say our names? Like we never that? do. No, Hi, but it helps people know your voices. Yeah, yeah. Felicia. Hey, girl. Me, it's me. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Felicia did all like Felicia, of those voices. I feel like Felicia does that in the morning when she used to listen to Mirror. She'd be like, hey, hey, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Tear it up, Ashley. It was that drink cold ass water. drink. That's why it was too cold. It was too cold. Every stripper titties. That's for another episode, ladies and gentlemen. That is for another explanation. Love good nipple. Guys, I want to talk about boundaries because I'm struggling with mine. Got none. And, okay, it's also the third year anniversary of Mindful Feet, right? Yeah! And y'all know, blup, 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 blup. Y'all beep, know beep, how much I love Mindful Feet. And so I want to understand, really from everybody, but of course, we'll just start there, right? Like, you have a whole ass business. <laughs> so do I, but I still need the boundary conversation <laughs> from you, right? Yeah. Like, what does that look like? <laughs> I know, I'm out here struggling, let's be honest. But I, I want to hear from you, like, what does that look like, setting your boundaries and, like, making what you want and need a priority? Yeah, okay. So boundaries was actually a very, very hard thing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned it from my mom growing up, but I didn't really practice it until after I had kids because I started to realize if I don't create these boundaries, then people are going to invade them. And then that's going to spill onto my kids because I'll be overwhelmed or committed to something that I know I can't do, mm-hmm. trying to people please. But really, my therapist was the one that was like, okay, girl, like, and I was afraid of disappointing her. <laughs> Your therapist? Um, yeah, because I'm like, she's teaching me all these tools. I yeah. need to actually utilize it. And the more and more that I set boundaries, the more I realized that I felt, uh, once you get past like the guilt and, you know, people pleasing energy, I started to feel like I was able to really evolve where I needed to go. Mm. And then my kids were happier. It was just like a whole thing. It actually made me sad, the lack of boundaries that I had. Mm. But I realized, the reason why people um, will overstep boundaries is because I'm overstepping my own. So yeah. it was really more about me and less about other people, you know, stepping over them, however you say it. Like, mm. But yeah, I think I when you. I started to respect my own boundaries and be like, Fee, don't do that. Fee, don't allow that is when it just... What about you guys? Hell no, Cody. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I think I definitely understand that. So growing up, and I I know we've probably touched about this in conversations, I had a really strict mom. And so my mom was always like, do as I say. Mm -hmm. And so it conditioned me young to be very obedient Mm. and to kind of just like go along and don't rock the boat and don't ask questions and don't, even though my natural personality is one that does want to challenge and does want to ask. But I was never empowered to do so as a kid because it was just... Do what you do what I say, and this what is happening? I don't know. I was making well, when she, she, I see like, it too. I'm trying not to make eye contact. <laughs> it's weird looking at each other, but when you say that, I don't. I don't look at you as someone who pushes against the grain. Like you seem very, and not in a negative way, agreeable, and like just like um, you seem like the type of person who wants to find like the medium for everybody. Like, do you know what I mean? So like, I just, if there's conflict, I don't feel like you're starting it; you're resolving it. Yeah, you like, know what I mean? No, so I think conflict is different than boundaries. Okay. But basically what with that is that I was always kind of conditioned to go along with what was being told to, mm, for me to do. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like that actually did trickle into like, if I think about dating as a teenager, mm-hmm. the type of shit that I know in my mind was like, this is dumb. This doesn't make <laughs> sense. Like, I'm not gonna, this doesn't make sense. We got some stories for y'all. Right, we got stories. <laughs> but- you know what I mean? I was so conditioned to being like, don't make other people feel uh, uncomfortable. Yeah. Don't mm-hmm. like, you know, it's rude to do Girl. that or whatever. Just mm-hmm. accept people for how they are. And 
shit doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. And then you end up having to learn a lesson to get through it. Mm -hmm. Anyways, I learned in business and through being in the music industry very much at a hard lesson about what happens when you set boundaries. Because as an artist that was working all the time, being very responsive to everything that was being asked of me. You get told that if you say no, you're missing out on an opportunity, your business will suffer, your brand will suffer, all these things. And you just feel like, oh, I got I to gotta say yes to everything. And it was after I had my son that I realized, again, like a 17-year-old version of myself, shit don't add up right now. Mm-hmm. And when I started to set boundaries, I started to watch the relationships that I thought were so strong around me cr- crumble. It's crazy. Because... Huh? The people that were able to take advantage of me not having boundaries were now like, what? Why are you changing this up? And I was like, well, this doesn't work for me anymore. Right. And it was really hard. It was really, really hard. And I feel like the place that I'm at now with where I'm able to take that what I think Ashley is saying is agreeable is, is that I just have compassion for people now. Mm -hmm. Now I'm just kind of like, all right, you can stay that way. And I'm also the type of person where like, I don't necessarily need to explain myself. I will just stop talking to somebody and be like, this don't work no more. We're we're cool. Yeah. Love you from afar. But that's it. You know, Ooh, love this, from this, love this from totally makes me line. think of your like Jared falling in love story because that's a whole story about boundaries, <laughs> which you but, share. So which true. I, but I, but I feel like you have to practice them in certain ways, and then mm-hmm. it is a fine line because again, if you grow up feeling like you need to be a people placer, and I see this in my son. My son mm-hmm. wants everybody to be happy. He wants everybody to be okay. If you turn to Cam and be like, Cam. That makes me sad. He'll be like, okay, no, I didn't yep. mean it. And I'm like, no, if you said it, you meant it. Right. Like, it's cool. Yeah, yeah. And so I think it's really important as moms and as parents who have people watching us mm-hmm. that we do show them how we set boundaries for ourselves and with them. Because I definitely want my son, knowing how sweet and sensitive he is, I want him to have boundaries to be like, hey, no. Like, when we go to school and he's talking about kids that are doing this, this, that, and Cameron is bigger than what he looks. Yeah. Like people think he's like eight years old, nine years old. He's only six. And when people see him, sometimes they like go at him a little older. And yeah. I have to tell him, like, you have to tell people no. Like, I don't like that. I don't want to mm-hmm. do that. It's a thing. And so yeah. I have to practice what I preach. Yeah. But kids has definitely made me focus on setting boundaries for myself. We, we got to a new level of setting boundaries with peace because in co-parenting, it can be cool or it can be difficult. It's very like one or the other. And so I was explaining to Peace because when it comes to holidays and stuff, I like to still keep like, you know, we're going to be together. But I had to tell her like, Peace, mommy has to set a boundary here. I'm like, mm-hmm. because it's very difficult for me and I have to do what makes mommy happy so that everybody else is happy. And my therapist said, she's like, you have to make sure that you're honoring your own boundaries because at the end of the day, it's going to help the collective. And I had to, like, it was it was weird to tell her because she's seven, but I needed her to really understand the importance of it. And she starts crying and she's just like, same thing with Cam, is like, mm-hmm. when people don't feel good, I just want to fix it. And I was like, but baby, it's not your job to fix it. Mm-hmm. So I'm also very grateful and I'm grateful that I have the proper tools to help um, just really educate her on this now. I'm like, okay, I'm here. I see you. You're similar to me when I was a little girl, even a lot as an adult. And 
she's just like, okay, well, I guess this is what's happening. I'm like, you're going to, you're going to be good. Everybody's going to be good. You still get to spend time. Like, even if we split the holiday, you go half the day here, half the day there. I'm like, you're going to be happy. Mm -hmm. It's not going to look like, you know, I was like, but baby, (laughs) mommy needs a little more space. This ain't no space for me. (laughs) No, you know what? It's funny though. You saying that you explain that to her and you were talking about how your mom was strict. And I feel like that was our parents' way of creating boundaries. They just didn't articulate it yes. to us, you know? Like, I think that's the the difference in our generation. Is mm-hmm. We do a lot of things that our parents did, but we just explain Absolutely. it to our children mm-hmm. yes. so that they understand where it came from. Yep. But my mom is funny. I remember, like, little things. She also grew up, it was just her and her brother. They're seven years apart. And so it's kind of like, I feel like when it's a boy and a girl and there's a bigger age gap they're like both only children Mm. so my mom didn't really have to share her stuff so as a mother it would be funny because when we were growing up she would not like just share her things with us she'll be like no that's mine like she'll be like no this is my shirt because we me and my sister would be like mom can we wear your clothes she'll be like no absolutely not these belong to me and she would have like her things like her hair products and hers and I always remember that and I used to be like you're so selfish because no matter how like I act, I'm actually the most sensitive person and I'm the type of friend, like if someone's like, can I have that shirt? I'd be like, fine. Like mm-hmm. I will give people the shirt off my back, my clothes. I'm not attached to things that I never have been. Me and my cousin Nala used to get in trouble growing up because we would like give each other our stuff and our mm-hmm. parents would be like, no, why does she have you in the den though? She wanted it. But I, I actually struggle with boundaries because of that because I've always been the type of person who just gives endlessly mm-hmm. and Chia gets so mad at me because like, especially with money, mm-hmm. like I have no boundaries with money because I would just give people money like I'm definitely the person who watches a commercial like I'm sending them all my money like and he's Mm -hmm. like Ashley but I always feel like it comes back to me so it's fine like I don't really worry about it but I had to learn in all areas of my life to create boundaries because I think that growing up with so many siblings and feeling like things were limited Mm -hmm. do you know what I mean just like limited time and limited resources that I always want to give abundantly because Mm -hmm. that's not something that I always got and but it's created like problems in all of my relationships Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I never had boundaries with my friends. Like they could call me at two o'clock in the morning. I remember when I had Amira, there was just like all this drama happening between my friends and they kept calling me and Chia would be like, yo, like you have to go to work in the morning. You're pregnant. And they would be calling me crying, arguing with each other, like never really considering my situation Mm -hmm. or me being Mm -hmm. pregnant Mm -hmm. ever. And then it took years and I'm talking about like five, six years, created boundaries with all those friendships. I'm not even really friends with mm-hmm. any of those people anymore yeah. mm-hmm. because those relationships were built off of them just taking from me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I was like, yep, yeah, you can't do that with me anymore, then most of them aren't my friends anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. And that, that's what I feared. You know, I, you kind of know that I feel like when you're a person who doesn't create boundaries, I feel like you know that like certain things are going to end and mm-hmm. that's fearful for you. And yeah. so you're like, I'm, I, I don't want to, cause I don't even want to see what's going to happen. Yeah. Like if I tell this person, no, but it's definitely more, it's it's hurtful to go through it. But on the other end of it, like there's more peace because you realize like the people that are around you really respect you, really mm-hmm. care about you and maybe less people, but mm-hmm. do you know With what I mean? Quality over quantity. Always. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. Cody, what do you, do you feel like that connects to you when you like, is there a fear of setting boundaries, like what is it? Because you said you open by saying you don't have it, oh, <laughs> and man. is it? And it also, I think, is it boundaries within work, or is it more boundaries within like people, relationship, mm. family? Like, 
I would probably say work first, then people, meaning the problem persists mostly work-wise and then people. So work-wise, because I'm in this place of entrepreneurship where like the learning curve is a lot. And when somebody doesn't do something, I got to do it, or at least I feel like I have to do it. When there's not a role in place, I got to do that. Um, And... And then there's like all of these opportunities necessary to get to the next level, whatever Mm -hmm. that is. I don't mean arbitrary level, like where I'm like, oh, this is something that I want us to have or want us to do. Then it's like, we got to take advantage of that. And so I guess my boundaries lack because I feel like I have so much responsibility that I don't know what to say no to. Mm -hmm. I think that's probably it. And then I like, again, entrepreneurship, managing people. Then I like want all these people to be happy, right? I want them to be happy and loyal and, you know, so, so I don't know where to put my energy in, in terms of those boundaries. And I, you know, my, yeah, but then that feels like maybe asking somebody for something that they're not used to me asking them for. Oh, you have to and I'm not saying that. I shouldn't, but then my yeah. that's where my mind goes is like, oh, how do I position? Like, I know this isn't something that we discussed before now, but um, I need you to do that. But just maybe like you, that. I was going to say, you literally say it <laughs> just, just like, like that. that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think, and I think we talked about this too, is that like, you have proven yourself already to whoever said people would be that you are a person who operates with integrity and care and yeah. concern. I and agree. So to be able to receive that from you, I, I don't think you're going to be coming down as a tyrant in any capacity. No. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, you know, that might be something you should, because I mean, I feel like we all understand that as far as even, even in the mom space, like you feel like you just got to do everything. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll oh, just move out of the way. I'll get it done. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's like, Ooh, Wait a second. What would happen if I just was like, hey, can you do this? Hey, yeah. can you like, Man, I feel like it changes Ooh. the game. No, yeah. like, so, yeah. I, yes. When I started pumping milk for my, this is, this is mom related. <laughs> when I was pumping milk for my daughter, because she was not, she was, we breastfeeding was such a struggle with her, but I was pumping for her and I realized that I could give a bottle to anyone in the mm-hmm. house and they could help. Yes. I was like, this is amazing. Yes, girl. <laughs> yes, girl. Right. And so it was like, this time for me to be like, oh, I I can delegate to someone else. And it and therefore creating a boundary for myself to be like, don't look for me always if you can help out. Yeah. Like in every regard. Yeah. And that's something I remind mm-hmm. myself all the time. And so like I feel like for you, Cody, in your life too, I think it sounds like you just are really nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? You're just really nice. But we can't be nice to a fault. Right? Why your like, eyebrows up? Because <laughs> I tell her this. She, I call her and Chia, my husband, the same person. They are literally the same exact person. He struggles with delegating as well. Mm. Because I feel like, I don't know, I'm psychoanalyzing both of you, but something happened in your childhoods where you feel like your worth is like associated with your like ability or what you can do yeah, or how you much do. you can do. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. like you have to break free mm-hmm. from that because mm-hmm. it causes you to become very stressed. It also causes friction in other relationships because it's just what you said. When you delegate to other people, there's also a bond that happens where people feel like you trust me with this yes. responsibility. Mm-hmm. You trust that I can do this and it makes the experience better. I just told this to Chia the other day, like talking about boundaries and delegating and all of that. Like I felt the same way as a mom. Like I have to do everything. And I, and it's only because I had a single mom. That's it. My mom never told me I had to do everything. I just saw her do everything. So I assumed like, oh, women do everything. There was no one helping her. But then like my mom was like, you have a husband and he can help. And mm-hmm. she was like, and I know how you are particular. She calls me particular Patty. She was like, but 
It doesn't matter how he does it. Just let him do it. Let him help. It really doesn't matter. At the end of the day, you are less stressed. Mm-hmm. She's like, if you don't make the sandwiches the same way you would, or he doesn't make the bed the same way you do, she's like, does that really matter at right, the end of the day? Right. It does to me, but it doesn't. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it still mm-hmm. wouldn't matter. It does to you, but, but it doesn't matter in the grand yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But I started telling him, it's funny, I saw him doing it with our kids, and he was just like doing 15 things, and I was like, why don't you show her how to do that? I said, Chia, we have four daughters. Yes. Like they are fully capable mm-hmm. of making their own peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Like capable. Right. Well, I mean, yeah, a, a boy or a girl would be capable or them, you know what I'm saying? I'm saying the baby. The baby. Oh, no, she's capable too. <laughs> she can do something. But I'm going to find what she could do. But she's going to do it. <laughs> but no, I feel like, it's like Azara, she's about to be six years old. And I was like, she can she can make a sandwich. Oh, like, absolutely. I, I mean, yeah, like yeah. she just, and she wants to know and it's because she was asking to help and he kept telling her no. She was oh. like, I'll help, I'll help. And he was like, no, no, I'll do it. And I said, why? She can but make the table, she but can I do also, it. I also understand that too because sometimes you just know that their learning curve requires more time and yes. patience yeah, that part. If you take the short amount of time to teach them, right, yep. in the long run, mm. that's less time for yes. you. Yeah. So yes, it's more work in the beginning to train people, teach mm-hmm, them how to mm-hmm. help you, but then you don't have to keep doing everything. Oh, yes. Cody, you know it's, what I mean? It's When I tell you, it's like a game changer. changer. Mindful Fee really taught me that. And like I said, my therapist has helped me a lot. But I had to learn that I didn't have to be a B-I-T-C-H. I literally am still myself. And I just use my words, you know, just use my words and ask like, can you please do this? Um, I'm I'm feeling, I'm very transparent. Yeah. I'm having a hard time doing this. I have too much on my plate. I'm feeling overwhelmed. Can you help me with this? Mm-hmm. And you will be so surprised at how many people are like, oh my God, of course, I would love to help you. And that's probably something that they've kind of been asking or needing you to ask them. But it's it's all in your delivery, like yeah. how you're saying something. Yeah. And then once you're free of that and you have more free time, girl, I love asking for help now. <laughs> and asking for help was not, like you said, yeah. growing up in a single mom, my mom never asked for help Same. from anything. So I really struggle with that. And I'm like, dang, but my life is like so difficult for no reason. And I tell my mom even now, I'm like, girl, why didn't you ask for help when I was like a little girl? This doesn't make sense, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's a game changer as a businesswoman. Because then you, like I said, you have more free time and less stress, you know? It yeah. is difficult because you're building your business. You're like the person in the company, but... Girl, you better start passing off them responsibilities. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. And then from a, from a personal standpoint, yes. wh- what do you feel like where you lack boundaries in your personal life? Um, In my personal life, I mean, it's just a little bit more of the same, right? It's that there's so much that I'm taking on at home as a mom and a wife. And now there's some things like I, I know I have Ashley's voice in my head. She's very like she tells Chia what to do. Y'all have met Tommy, right? Tommy and so, Tommy. Yeah, Tommy. Tommy. Nah. And so it's like a constant negotiation where I always lose. And and so it's really just that adjustment of figuring out what are those things that I can that I can set boundaries on. And and I, d- I don't know. Mm. It's a, Do you it's carve a out roles? Like, not to be like that, but are there certain things like, okay, for, at the end of the day, I know for sure that I... Like you have to do this yes. and I have yeah. to do this. We know that there's going to be times where you can't do it. Yeah. But I'm like, maybe that would feel less like I'm telling you what to do. We've tried it. I've tried it. Again, <laughs> that, man, that man is the boundary king. Mm. Is the What's thing. his zodiac sign? Uh, Pisces. He's a Pisces. Pisces. He's a Pisces. Which is so, I, I need to know his rising. He, he does not give me Pisces energy at all. He 100% mm-hmm. like is the boundary king. And it's like, I try to like admire it, right? I do from afar. I respect it. But within it, I'm like, bro, can you just do what I ask them? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Can, I get, can I win a little bit? <laughs> um, so there's hard. that part. So I had this conversation. I think I told you, Ashley, about it. 
I had a conversation with a friend last weekend about how they, we were talking about our kid. I was super tired. Remember I saw y'all on Thursday and I think this yes. was probably mm-hmm. the same day. I was super tired because the kids had all ended up in our bed, which is not normal, right? Brooks, easy peasy, but the twins ended up in our bed as well. And I don't fit at that point. So <laughs> I was sleepy. Um, and they were talking about the fact that their kids don't even know that that's an option. Mm-hmm. So getting in the bed, getting in the bed, they be yeah. in the room, the door is closed yeah. in the morning, they return at a certain time and that's that. Yeah. And so of course everyone's ganging up on me, the two of them and Tommy. So in the boundary conversation of like making an adjustment five years in, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's yeah. possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm doing it. Listen, I have a 13 year old and me and Chia parent so differently now than we did when she was mm-hmm. younger. She was our only child. Mm-hmm. We definitely spoiled her almost rotten. You know what I mean? Like, and we didn't realize this just because we wanted to give, give, yeah, give yeah, to her yeah. and we loved her so much and everything was about her every morning. What do you want to watch for yeah. cartoons and what do you want to do? Did a, you want to lay with us? Of yeah, course. Yep. Yeah. And I feel like she was like eight or nine and my mom looked at me and she was like, you guys sure do live your life around your daughter. She mm. was like, that's not going to work in the future. Mm. And so I was like, what are you talking about? She was like, do you realize that you ask your child her opinion about everything? Mm. She was like, that's not healthy. That's not how, because she was like, when she comes to my house, I'm not asking her what she wants to watch. And I was like, why? Yeah, you don't want to watch it on me, my baby? She was like, because it's not always about her. Yep. And I was like, oh, like I didn't realize that yeah. I was doing that mm-hmm. by not giving your children boundaries. Like mm-hmm. you are creating a monster somewhere. Do you know Ooh. what I mean? Ooh. Like, no, but like mm-hmm. it's just true because think about somebody f- that them functioning that way in relationships. And, yeah, and like, like real life. How outside. are they going to, yes, how are they yeah. going to have healthy relationships? They don't think everybody's going to want to cater to them and it's always going to be about them. And that's not healthy mm-hmm. in any mm-hmm. friendship yeah. relationship. I had to re- start reprogramming programming my daughter at like eight years old like when my mm-hmm. husband was watching football he was like I'll turn off like no we're no. gonna watch it with you because yes. we always watch what she wants to watch and she would like try to get up and go in the other room and I'd be like no that's actually really rude like we don't want to watch these cartoons we do it because we want to spend time with you so if this is what your mm-hmm. dad enjoys then we're gonna do what he enjoys yeah. spending mm-hmm. time with him mm-hmm. it's so funny this morning Azara you know my Virgo is telling Asia what she's going to do for her birthday. Like, don't you want to go to the beach? And Asia's like, no, I want to go to the pool. She's like, no, you want to go to the beach? Let's go to the beach. We haven't Ooh, been to the beach in a long time. Oh, I know. She'd be vargoing her ass from morning to night. And then Amira, of all people, goes, you know what? It's her birthday. It's not about you. And she should be able to do what she wants to do. And I'm just looking at her like, oh, how quickly the tables have turned. <laughs> but sometimes, like, people need to see see that yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean and like it's interesting because siblings will that's the first lesson you get in everything but I'm saying that to say that you know boundaries with your kids yeah. are super important because they might grow up to be assholes if yeah. they don't have them or the, 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 the yeah and the <laughs> no, psychological term narcissistic yes yeah you yeah. become like narcissist because everything is about you Cody's like yeah I need to put the boundary well here. no I will say I will say I do feel like there are some in place and so I don't think that Brooks I really don't think that he thinks the world revolves around him because we definitely also he has two parents and y'all already heard who Tommy is yeah, yeah. Okay? and he so, also has brothers sooner than Amira yeah. did yeah. like yes. have siblings you know what he I mean he has to share and mm-hmm. he has to like compromise with a lot of people yeah so but I feel you I hear you and the boundary the bedtime boundary is probably more for me than it is for like him being yeah. a well-adjusted grown-up um but I also like the snuggles I don't that's have that wrong I don't have that. that's one of the boundaries I do not have I'm like 
yeah, y'all can come in my Me too. Day. Yeah, I'm the same. I'm like, come in bigger, here. But I'm, it's not. They're going to get bigger yeah. and they're not, I don't they're not going to do it for the rest of their life. Ashley. You said what? I said, I don't know if there's a bed big enough for your whole family. I know. I need like a Cali King King. Yeah, get you a Cali King You need two side by side. It's funny because I definitely was the same with the bed, the bed thing. Like Cameron was our only for five years. Of course you could stay and snuggle with us. Then when the baby came along, we didn't want him to feel like, yeah, mm-hmm. Ooh, we I kicked went you out that. and now the baby's there and blah. So girl, yeah. th- th- let me tell you how many times I've woken up in the past two weeks, neck all <laughs> broken. <laughs> but then I see those two angels just sleeping there like, and I'm like, the best. I'm just going to hold on yeah. to this for as yeah. long as I can. Yeah. And I, I think I'm at too. that point where it's like five years in and, now, granted, again, I still love boys. it. They're wild. Yes, Girl. I still love it, but the the babies don't usually come in the bed. This was like mm. a fluke of a night. Oh, and every and of course, I can't say no to one if he knows the other one is in. You know, yeah, that's hard. So it was but let's talk rough. about that right now because that to me is like the key to the Girl. boundary. Like, no is a complete sentence. Mm-hmm. Period. Yes, but mm-hmm. when there's already a baby in the bed, no, I can't no, no. Say. I'm not even just talking about the baby. Yes. I'm talking about okay. no in oh, general. Yes. Okay, and but, I just feel like what is oh, the at aversion to saying no? Like, why? Mm. Yeah. What is it? That's the one thing that I can say that I love watching kids. Like a certain child's personality, you would just be like, da, da, da. And the kid would be like, no. Girl, and they'll look at you straight in the zen. face. Yeah. Exactly. My child, he and has just, taught me boundaries. And I just love that. Like, I just love. He's like Tommy. I love that. <laughs> right. And I feel like that's something we can actually learn from children is that like children say no. Mm-hmm. Depending on what type of kid, because right. that's what you can. No, Cam. You, Cam and Peace do not count. No, might hurt someone's feelings. Yeah. But I'm like, no, say no. Doesn't like, it make you stressed out though when you see that characteristic in them sometimes? Because I get worried about yeah. Amira because she's a girl, and her and Cam are both Pisces. Yeah. They're the same way. I, I told you, we don't know about Tommy yet. Trying to figure that out. But <laughs> she's like that too. She'll be on the playground and just letting kids push her and stuff. And she'll be like, mm-hmm. no, I don't want to be me. We should do karate. I'll never forget. I think I told this story before but when she was at a competition and she was just letting the kid hit her. And I was like, why aren't you hitting them back? She's like, I don't want to hurt them. I'm like, but they're hurting you. Yeah. Like wow. you have to protect yourself. Yeah. She's so, she's yeah. so yeah. nice. She's like, but I didn't want to hurt them. It was her friend and they had to compete against of each other. Mm. I was like, but your friend she's being think, your ass. She, she, <laughs> she's, thinking about after the, she's thinking about after the competition. Yes. That's yeah. Why. yeah. Yeah. But it, like you're, you're getting beat up. Like I need you to defend yourself. Yeah. yeah. No, it, it's really important to say no. No, and I try to do like I do try to teach Cam that as well. But like that part of saying like no, something that I have learned in over the years, and it's so funny because you can literally say that to anyone. Like if a dude is trying to holler at you and you don't like the way he's coming at you, if somebody's trying to sell you something on the street, if somebody said, if you say no, thank you with a smile. Nobody can say shit. Mm-hmm. Like, did you not? You didn't grow up in the hood, did that's you? That's about to say. Well, <laughs> not that I did, but I just know that there are people Girl, who will be that like, "That must be a it, Toronto no, no, thing." No, 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 no. It's not a Toronto thing. It's no, it's not a Toronto not thing. Not in the mean streets of Ohio. No, no, no. no, no. Like, how many times you got to say no? You can't even talk to people. Like you got to just like, pretend like you don't hear. Because if you engage in any way, shape, or form, oh, Lord, no, yeah. no, no, no. I'm not. I'm not talking about growing up in the hood. Okay, um, being in the city is a different thing. You said somebody selling you something no, on the street as being an adult. No, not like that. I'm like. Real relationships, not construction workers. You know when you're walking down the street and people are just like, hey, you want to come and see? Or like if you're in the mall and people try to be like, you want to try this sample? And they're like, no. Like, and you don't, you really want to turn to That's where you practice. Leave me alone. I did not look at you in the eyes. Why did you step in front of me? You know? But literally, I just, no thank you. And keep walking with a smile. That's so sweet. No thank you goes so far because no thank you is firm and kind. Mm -hmm. And it's like, people respect that. Like, if you Mm. just turn to somebody who's just like, no. Like, get out of here. Yeah, they're like, damn. People be like, damn, what's wrong with you? But like, no, no thank you. And like, 
listen, since the pandemic, like mm. people just be coming up talking to you. No, thank you. Girl. Like mm. keep your distance back up. Really? Like, I, yes, girl. I'm people forgot about six feet of distance. Yeah. I love no, that. They're trying all over your baby way. too. I can like, oh, I with hate the baby? that. <gasps> don't come near my baby. And you don't get touch a no- my kid. Oh, yes. Yeah, like their hair. Do they do that the to worst, peace, no, strangers? No, the worst is the finger when they're like this. Yes. I'm like, why are you letting my child, like, you know, when they're babies yes. and the babies just They put just their hands in their mouth. I'm like, you're yeah. disgusting. Oh. They put their... Yeah, people used doing? to people used to pet Amira's head all the time. Like, her hair is so beautiful. I, at one point, I had to slack somebody's hand. Like, why are you touching my child? Just, this, like, what? That's weird. Yeah, girl, I feel so like the weird. pandemic helped us out with that because people are yeah. people are now more. I think. Conscious of yeah. getting like I, even our pediatrician when I was told her we were going on a flight, she's like, "Oh well, the good thing is, is that people don't really run up on babies like that anymore." I was like, "Thank you, mm-hmm. because- Mother's mm-hmm. Day, Mother's Day." You know the people that are outside of the um, just like outside of the grocery stores. Yes. And this guy, he, I'm like, "It's Mother's Day, first of all." You see me with most of my kids, and he's like, "Ma'am, da 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 da," and I'm listening to him, and I said, "Not today, bro. It's Mother's Day." I was like, "It's my day," and he was like, "No, no, no, I feel you," and I was like, "Thank you, though." Like, uh-uh. but you see, I couldn't exactly. wait to tell him, "This is my day. Why are yes. you asking me for a fucking?" But this is my language. This is what I'm saying. It's no thank you. Not Not today. today, Not today. (laughs) It's my day. All the all the other all the other people are like you know we're in Silver Lake so they all the not people they look like damn I'm like what I'm speaking up for all of us right I might as well go home don't be be trying to play all these Mother's Day feelings get out of here and get gone but yeah no but I I do I I I would like to say in closing Mm -hmm. that no is a complete sentence and I feel like when you know what your intention is behind why you were saying no Mm. you should really work on not carrying the guilt of it because Mm -hmm. if your intention is pure Mm -hmm. to Literally, just do no harm, yeah. but to protect yourself mm-hmm. or to put your wellness and your well-being first, people will get over it. Mm-hmm. Once they see that it doesn't really change the dynamic, and I think the only people who don't get over it are the people who really benefited from you never saying no. Yep. And so, you know, that is, that's what I have learned. Come on, Pastor Mel. And, you know, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> oh, I no, thought she was going, But yes, um, don't be afraid to say no, ladies and gentlemen. I appreciate it, guys. I Cody, do. say no today. I'll, I'm going to call you later, and I want to know, what did you say no to today? <laughs> Ooh, like okay. Cody, we've got to get you out. Give me like 48 hours. Okay, 48 hours. Okay, okay bye, thanks. Bye. Shut up, Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> and that's been the mama's death. Bye. Bye, y'all.